0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated.
1: Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky.
0: Hello, my fabulous friend, my soul sibling, and my spiritual seeker. I'm so happy to be connecting with you here for a little while today on Empower Radio. So, we all want to be happy, healthy, and have great relationships, right? And we all deserve this. But for some people, finding our happy seems to be a lot harder than for others. For years, I struggled with anxiety, depression, and would often say to anyone who would listen, I just want to be happy. But I had no idea how to get there. I am happy to report I finally did find my way to the destination of happiness. And today, my hope, desire, and intention is to support you others, and to support you in finding your way there as well. Today, I'm thrilled to be having a conscious conversation with someone else who has journeyed through some challenging terrain to the destination of happiness and wants to help you do the same. We are here with Sherry Elise. Motivated by her own journey through childhood sexual abuse and other childhood trauma, Sherry has spent her life learning how to love herself fully and completely. Sherry helps people discover their joy by reconnecting them back to themselves through the practice of self love. Sherry is a motivational speaker, self love coach, and hosts a weekly radio and online TV show called The J Spot. She is also the co founder of The Wellness University, a, y- a community of holistic practitioners, coaches, and thought leaders whose focus is to help create. Happy, healthy, and whole people. The Wellness Universe is the bridge that connects wellness resources to those who are seekers of wellness. She's also the author of the internationally best selling book, which we're going to be talking about today, Love Yourself Happy. So, Sherry, thank you for saying yes to this conversation here today on Journey to Center.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Tammy. It's an absolute pleasure and honor to share this space with you.
0: Yes, we have Jim Phillips to thank for connecting us, and yeah. I'm so happy I read your book. It's so fun. I mean, you hit some really deep, good, great, amazing points, but it's also light and uplifting, and I found myself laughing out loud periodically through it, so it was a really
1: enjoyable read. Thank you so much. It's so funny. My dad said the same thing. He was like, when I was reading it, as as sad as I was, he was like, you're funny, just like your dad. <laughs> I was like, Wait, Dad. Was that a compliment to me or to you? So um, <laughs> I'm glad the humor. I'm glad the humor came through, and I'm really glad and, and grateful that you enjoyed it. On I multiple really, levels. really did.
0: Because you deal with some really kind of deep stuff, and you went through some really uh, challenging things. So I just want to start with, um, wh- what does happy mean to you? What does? How do you define and describe happiness?
1: Hmm. It's interesting because, you know, happy is such like this key word everyone wants, you know, with any client that I've worked with or anyone you talk to them and they, you ask them what their greatest wishes and everybody wants to be happy. And this idea of happiness for me is the acceptance of all of who we are, of all of what we feel, which also includes sadness and anger and joy and jealousy and all of the human range of emotions. Because when we're able to fully accept that we feel all of these things, that is how I believe that we live a happier life because we stop fighting against everything. So happiness is the self-acceptance of you and of how you feel about yourself. I
0: love this. And another thing you talk about a lot, and of course, the title of your book is Love Yourself Happy. Do you think, Sherry, is it is it possible to have a life of happy without that um, experience and uh, relationship of self-love?
1: No. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, it's a temporary thing. I mean, let's be real. Happiness is temporary like any other emotion. For me, Joy is really what I share and teach about because joy is steadfast. Joy is something that sits within our soul. It's what we're born with and we often forget about it. We don't tap into it, but it's always there. Happiness, on the other hand, is like up and down. And if you just wait for it or if you're constantly working towards it, you're going to be on this crazy roller coaster ride of life. And, you know, always seeking and searching for it outside of yourself. And it's like this wild goose chase that we take throughout our entire lives looking for it when ultimately all we have to do is look within.
0: I couldn't agree more. I have a couple books and the subtitles are, from the inside out manifesting love from the inside out because I was like you I was trying to find that right relationship that right situation Mm -hmm. that right career to finally you know be like that goose that found whatever it was looking for um but it was all it was all um it was like my my house was built on a fractured foundation and when I finally life got really challenging I meditated and I got um that I had to learn to love myself, and I was like, "Oh, well, I would rather do anything uh, like that." Right? Did you have that experience? Yeah. I like, oh, God, really? I'd do. I'd
1: rather do anything than that. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, because you know, this idea of loving ourselves. First of all, we're not really taught that as kids. I mean, they say, you know, you got to love yourself, but. We spend the majority of our lives trying to prove ourselves to others, to feel love from others, whether it's, you know, our teachers and showing up the way our teachers want to or the way that our parents want or our friends to be cool. Like it's always about everybody else. And so this crazy idea that, you know, it's about looking within and making sure that who you wake up to every day that you look in the mirror, that that's the person that you have to please. It's like this crazy notion and nobody really wants to face it. And it's when you look at it now or when I look at it now, I'm like, duh! Oh, it's so obvious. Sherry. <laughs> like, you exactly. know? But mm-hmm. yeah, but we, we run our entire lives from it because truth be told is that within that love, there's a lot of pain, you know, there's a lot of stuff to face and most of us don't want to face it, you know, so it's much easier to look on the outside and then blame everybody else for why we're not happy or why we don't feel love instead of looking into the mirror.
0: And I'm so like you. It seems so clear now that I said yes to this journey and yes to making that relationship with me a priority. But before I had done this, life was so confusing. It was so complex. And now I meet people who I know haven't, you know, taken that step or had the courage to really look inside and apply love to the places inside that hurt. And I just I just want to give them a hug. Uh, but you can't yeah. force this stuff down anybody's throat. And again, what I like about your book, you make it all so, it's like easily, um, it's easy to comprehend. It's easily digested. <laughs> and I no, love how you I do it in bite-sized that. chunks. You do it in little bite-sized chunks that are easy to assimilate. <laughs>
1: Well, I feel like, you know, when we take on too much, like sometimes just the idea of taking this journey can seem so overwhelming. You know, people like want to get from A to Z, but, you know, without going through all the in-between stuff. And so when I was writing it, well, first, my mind is always all over the place. Like I got a million things going on in it. But this idea of making it into bite-sized chunks so you can read it a day at a time or whenever, you know, you could just open up a page and a chapter and and be able to really – take that lesson in like that was important to me because I want people to understand that it is a journey that is doable and it's one that's necessary and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Uh, yeah. So
0: I definitely would recommend this book to, to anybody who wants to go deeper in that uh, relationship of self-love with themselves, but don't want to go into that space of just, oh my gosh, overwhelming and feeling <laughs> sick because <laughs> it's very sweet. And I never felt like it was, um, Brutal or a burden. Um, it was really just sweet and joyful and easy, but also authentic and real and helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. So, a couple of the things that you address that I have learned myself and write about in my books is <sighs> not everyone's going to like you, and that was a tough pill for me to swallow. <laughs> to learn to speak up for ourselves, and not everyone's going to like us, and and that has to be okay.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that was one of my toughest lessons and still one um, that I face because it's like, it's kind of like a dagger sometimes, you know, Here, let me just practice this, this first, because I just, I, I think this is such an important message for people to understand that just because we understand self-love and we can feel it or whatever it is that you've learned in your life or whatever these speakers or motivational, whomever and coaches, like we all still deal with it. It's not just because I've learned what self-love feels like doesn't mean that I don't have challenges. So these things that I've learned, they still pop up. The only difference is, is that, you know, I understand how to handle them and how to navigate through them and to be gentle and kind with myself through it. So, I, it's important to state that because I, I think we do people a yes. disservice when we just act like everything's okay and we never have any problems, you know? So this idea of not everyone's going to like you is still something that, like I said, is a dagger when someone disagrees with me or may not just find me as, you know, joyful as somebody else, maybe on the annoying side, you know? Uh, <laughs> that yeah, I mean, it's true. Someone I just met yeah. recently uh, just said to me, it was like, oh my God, I could not you years ago watching your videos (laughs) you were just too positive and I just laughed because if he had said it to me years ago I would have been it would have been painful right yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and now I'm just like at the point where I'm like yeah I'm not for everybody that's and that's okay yeah yeah totally you know I don't like everybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I say everybody to like me Exactly. I say everything
0: is allowed on planet earth, but we get to choose where we hang out and not everybody's going to be your cup of tea and vice versa. And to really be okay with that, I think is a sign, just like you're saying, of a lot of progress in your own relationship with yourself. And and I would say that's true for me as well. Somebody said to me recently, who'd been a friend of mine for a long time, and she goes, we're just too far away. We're way too far apart on the vibrational scale because I'm finding your happiness very annoying. <laughs>
1: yep uh yep definitely on the same page you and i
0: here yeah and i think in the past it would have really hurt my feelings like oh what do i have to do how do i have to change what do i have to say to get her to feel okay and for her to like me and to approve of me but instead i think i was clear enough within myself to have compassion for her because it means she's suffering and it means she's struggling and but i wasn't going to dial myself down to accommodate her feelings or to contort for her. And that to me was like, wow, I think I've come a long ways. What a relief that I didn't feel that, feel compelled to do that.
1: Yeah. And it's so beautiful because if you didn't actually have that feeling for yourself, like self-love, then you would have been shaken by that. But because you stand strongly in who you are now and you're proud of who you are, like, it's a lot easier to take on. And that's, and that, and that's the point of this is that if I didn't feel these ways about myself, then I would still be shaken by what everybody says. Right.
0: And it's a process. It's not like we go from not loving ourselves to hundred percent loving ourselves. It's a journey. And you are so right. And there's still going to be bumps and bruises and things that maybe bring up self doubt. But I think the more we do it, the easier it gets and the more tools we have, we can start to apply them so that we finally can get to that place of just feeling centered, solid, whole and peaceful.
1: For sure. It's definitely an ongoing journey. I don't think any of us have, you know, maybe they are the enlightened masters and stuff, but I, I think the majority of us, you know, I mean, we're a human, we're, you know, as you know, spiritual beings having a human experience that everybody oh, yeah. knows that and that's, that's, that's the joy and the gift though, as painful as it can be sometimes, you know, it's, well, look at the gift I've been given to be able to feel this. I mean, again, just recently at the, the same place that we a lot of, a lot of my stuff is always being put back in my face in ways like okay what have you learned what more do you still need to work on what faces are you still being triggered mm-hmm. and before i would ha- and before i would have been you know harder on myself or like we were supposed to have learned that already what's wrong with you and now it's just simply like okay well what 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 part do you need to love more what oh, needs more I nurturing? love that i love that how can i care for you more yeah
0: And I've um, learned that for myself in my own way. Anytime I start to go into any kind of self-doubt, I will ask who inside of me, what inside of me needs my um, compassion or my attention right now? Mm. And I love how you do this throughout your book. You've got these um, places where you speak of fueling up and you give these little bite sized like things that you can do to care for yourself. And I love how you say, you know, to be gentle and kind with yourself. I think that is such mm-hmm. a key component. It was so radically bizarre when I first heard about it. And now it's so natural. But I think it's such an important piece of the puzzle
1: it is the biggest piece of the puzzle because we're not always going to show up in the ways that we want to. We, you know, we may have these great intentions, but we're going to screw up some days and we're going to act in ways that don't always feel aligned with our center and things aren't always going to go our way. But the one constant that we can do and the thing that I've learned and that literally shifted my life was the kindness, compassion, and gentleness that I show with myself in those harder moments. And that for myself is, The healer. That is what self-love is. Oh yes.
0: Uh, I couldn't agree more because I think life treats us the way we treat ourselves. So if we beat ourselves Mm -hmm. up and judge ourselves, especially in those moments where we're feeling really down ourselves, it's it's um, things aren't gonna feel better quickly. But when I have finally learned it's like, okay, I'm really mad at myself. The question is, how can I be kind or gentle with myself or compassionate with myself right now? And it seems like I shift out of that discomfort more quickly as I apply that particular tool.
1: Without a doubt, because you don't get, we don't get sucked down into the, you know, the vortex of like feeling bad, because then once you start to feel bad, then you make other choices, which then make you feel worse before, you know, it, you're in like, yeah,
0: the spiraling down into the (laughs) abyss of self-loathing. Yes. Not, a, yes, not a in fun there, place it, to be. <laughs> not, it's not at all, a fun place over to it. <laughs> over it, yeah, let's not do that anymore. <laughs> right. I think this is wonderful. Right. So something you talk about that I love, and I've said something uh, along these lines that's similar, there's nothing you need to prove. There's no dance you have to dance, nothing you must do or achieve in order to have value in this world. Hmm. <sighs> I take a deep breath when mm-hmm. I read that because it, it finally resonates is really true. You know, a friend of mine once said to me, what are you trying to prove into who I was working really, really hard and quite yeah. proud of myself writing my book, you know, working 13, mm-hmm. 13 hours a day in front of the computer. She, what are you trying to prove into who? And I was just like, wow, that's a good question. And what if I don't have to do that anymore? What a mm. release that has been.
1: Oh my God. Like even as you read it and they're my words, I still get goosebumps because it is so important because we're all we're all chasing. I mean, at some point, you know, we're, we're all looking for that external validation. Oh, and yes. We're all hoping that our that our life has worth and value by and it's usually judged by the things we do. And it's like I've spent my entire life in one way or another chasing that, you know, especially after having trauma at a young age and not feeling that that my life, my body had value and worth. You know, I I, I was seeking it everywhere and I can still now get caught up in those moments. Again, I'm not perfect, but it's that recognition and acknowledgement of like, okay, you don't need to do this. This is not necessary. Who you are, your breath, your life, your heart, that is enough. Just show up as you and that's it. And when I remember that and I'm brought back to that place, that's the big exhale. And that when I'm able to just like curl up with myself and just go, I love you and you're enough. That's everything.
0: That just brings me peace as you say Mm -hmm. that because I know it's true. I know that is truth with a capital T. And I, I think if, as long as we have some sort of belief inside of ourselves, be it conscious or subconscious, and it was subconscious for a lot of years until it was brought to the surface by virtue of my girlfriend asking me that question. As long as we think we have to do improve life is going to be heavy. It's going to feel like a burden and we're going to be like pedaling mm-hmm. against the wind and it's it's painful to have that revelation and realization that you have value despite anything you do. There's nothing you can mm-hmm. do to earn or prove your value, but you can relax and receive that energy of the universe loving on you and um, experience that, um, I don't know, it's the veil thinning and receiving grace that that can mm-hmm. come only from Knowing our value despite any of our doingness, despite anything that we've ever done, despite um, any actions we can take. Wow, that was just so significant for me. And and it still is to this day. Relax and receive Mm -hmm. the love that is here for us. And you write about that, the love that's between our breaths, just to be able to relax and and settle into that place. And um, for me, wow, that changed everything.
1: Hmm. I am just sitting here smiling. My eyes closed, and I'm sitting here smiling because that that stillness, that that space between the breath, that love, like it exists, and it's only when we quiet down that we stop the chase and the running, and we sit in it. It's like such it's such beauty. It's it's you know it it's everything, and. I, I have to gift myself more of those moments throughout the day. I have an alarm on my phone twice a day that just says connection break oh. because I'm a human being that goes and goes and goes and needs those reminders. And yeah. I'm okay with that,
0: you know? So, yeah. so that's important. beautiful. Yeah. To to stop identifying so much with our doingness and start to identify more with our our beingness yeah. and mm-hmm. our essential, our essential value and worth. I, I think that's such a great idea to do I, that reminder. Just take a, take a break and just turn inward. I find myself doing that quite often, but I like the idea of having a reminder.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I can get carried away and before I know, you know, I'm, I'm running a company, I'm, I've got side hustles going on. I'm like doing it all, trying to spread the word, everything that's happening inside and like, and just wanting to share it all. And then forgetting, okay, you got to feel it all, too. You got to just sit in it again, Sherry. You can't keep doing. So, yeah, the reminders are amazing. Ah, you're reminding me now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> immensely. <laughs> so got it. something else that I talk, teach about, try to live myself is um, something you write about in, uh, chapter 21, and it is the subject and topic of surrender. And I love the mm-hmm. way you describe it that makes it more palatable probably for a lot of people. What if surrender has nothing to do with giving up something, but rather receiving everything? <sighs> Tell me mm-hmm. more about that because I think that's the truth and I love it so much, but I want to hear this in your words.
1: Just you know, surrenders another I mean everything you say like that I've written about, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's another lesson. that's a biggie. that's a biggie. Um, because again, it's it's this idea of like control and trying to make it all happen. And I remember I used to think, that if I said, okay, I surrender, or if I handed something over, that I was somehow giving up this part of myself or saying something that had no value or wasn't important, or like, I was just throwing in the towel. And as someone like myself, who's a controller and a perfectionist, all things that I'm working on in my life, and of course, due to a lot of the trauma, you know, learning all this about myself, um, this idea of, surrendering I realized one day was a lot more powerful and stronger than it was weaker because it was this idea of true faith and and belief and knowing that we are all being held and supported and maybe my human mind just can't understand the bigger picture you know maybe this thing that I'm trying to grasp onto this idea of the way that I think it should be Maybe I'm completely wrong and I'm willing to be wrong. You know, Uh, I, yeah, everything that I was doing up to that point was, you know, having the doors closed in front of me was like all of these obstacles and all of these roadblocks that we talk about. And it was like, maybe you don't know it all, Sherry. Maybe this surrender is the most powerful thing that you can do is just letting it go and then sitting in receiving mode, trusting Uh, in that.
0: I love that so much. And another thing that I love so much, Sherry, is that you've said yes to um, another uh, interview next week because there's still so much more I want to talk to you about and so much more wisdom that I know that you have to share with me and our listeners. But for now, we have three minutes left. So I want to give you the opportunity to do a shout out, let people know where they can find you, where they can grab a copy of your book, Love Yourself Happy, and find out more about your teachings and your um, universe.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes thank you so much so they can connect directly with me on my personal website which is sherryalise.com and uh they can read about where i'll be, be at barnes noble and other areas other events um you can check that out there uh as well as connect with me at the dot so not only me but we have thousands of wellness practitioners so if you're looking for Anything from physical wellness to spiritual to environmental, it's an awesome opportunity to just discover other amazing people changing the world. Um, Personally, I offer self-love coaching. I have a 12-week program based on my book, Love Yourself Happy. So just many ways to connect with me because my greatest hope and wish is that every single person can open their eyes each day and love the body that they're in, love the soul that they're in and walk forth in the world, loving themselves happy.
0: That's so beautiful. And I appreciate everything you're sharing. And you're also, um, you, you have your Facebook. Are you on Instagram? How can people find you on Facebook?
1: Oh yes. Silly me. So yes, Facebook, Instagram at Sherry Elise, uh, just, yeah. Add Sherry lease everywhere on social media. It's a great place <laughs> to connect.
0: <laughs> I love it. And so my friends and, uh, my soul siblings, I'm so very honored that you spent some time with Sherry and me today, and I hope you connect with us again next week. And, and I can, can speak for myself and I think I can speak for you, Sherry, that we are sending you big blessings of grace, of ease, of love and, um, appreciation and, um, I hope that you know how magnificent and important that you are. So Cher, we have like 30 seconds left. What do you want to leave our friends
1: with right now? First, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for having me. And then for anyone that's listening, go easy on yourself. You are enough and whatever shows up is enough. Love yourself till you can't love yourself anymore.
0: And there's always more love. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's always
1: more love. Love and yourself only- until full, until you're overabundant. Of love.
0: I love it. And then we become enlightened masters, and then it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thank
1: yes. you so much.
0: Oh, it's been my honor, pleasure, privilege. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you to my friends here. Be in touch with us at uh, TammyBPhD.com and Empower Radio and find Sherry on social media and her websites. And let's continue the conversation. Let's journey forward, onward and upward together. God bless you. Be gentle with yourself. Bye for now.